0: Coming up, highlights from the weekend at Campbell, the interview with Aaron Parker pregame on Saturday, and our week one draft with Gaucho Analytics. That's all next on the Gaucho 9 Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by our great friends at Kyle's Kitchen, proud supporters of UCSB Baseball. Check them out at any of their three locations in Santa Barbara, one downtown, two in Goleta, providing pregame meals for the Gauchos for the last handful of years. We cannot thank Kyle's Kitchen enough for their continued support.
1: It's one of the most beautiful views of any campus in America. The Pacific Ocean crashing against the shores of UC Santa Barbara every morning, noon, and night.
0: Here's the one strike pitch and Mitchell belts it to deep left. Cabrera is going to watch it fly. It Curley pulls back the home run and the Gauchos are going to win the game.
2: Gauchos are going to Omaha. Can you believe it?
0: Borgonio is back. He's going to turn and watch this one fly. A two run homer for Claussen.
2: And the score is
0: due. Here comes Mitchell. He's going to score. Willits will make the catch. And the Gauchos are 2022 Big West champions. So, a bit of a messy scorebook already for Campbell. E6, E5 to start as Parker drives us out into left center field. Going back is Bonds. They're looking up, and this one is out of here. It's a three-run homer for Aaron Parker. near in the top of the first inning, and it's three to nothing Gauchos.
2: Just capitalizing on those mistakes. What I say, left center earlier?
0: You said left center. It was more out towards dead center field. Towards the 3.95 mark, but Aaron Parker greets the Camels with a three-run bomb in the first inning after a pair of errors. And the Gauchos strike first here in the first inning on a home run by Aaron Parker. 92. Keep dropping my pin. There you go, two, You got a backup ready to go. Yeah. Bang. Thank you. That's brought me. One ball, no strikes to Parker. And he pulls this left field line. That's a fair ball. It's going to get into the corner. This could score Darby from first. Bonds over to retrieve it. Darby rounding third. Coming home, Aaron Parker with a three-run homer in the first and a two-run double here in the second inning. And the Gauchos lead at 5 to nothing here early. One ball, two strikes to Darby. Reached on an Aaron and singled. And he drives us out to right center field. No one's going to get this one. It is up and long gone, folks. A two-run homer for Darby, who points to the sky, as he always does, as he rounds the bases. The second homer of the night for the Gauchos, and it is 10 to 1, UCSB. Great to have you with me, Randy. Thanks for coming out. It's great to be with me, too. <laughs> Touché. You,
1: you, nah, brought, you brought the runs.
0: To. You have brought the runs. 2-1 and one the count to Durfee, who singled home a run his last time. Left on left with Coxon. here's a drive Save. to right field. Hit high and deep. Durfee thinks it's gone because it's way out of here. A solo homer for Brendan Durfee. His first is a Gaucho. Gauchos get a run back. It's 11-3. Three. 396, 105 exit velocity. Gouch's first and goal here. Nobody out. Two runs in. Base is loaded. As Oakley lines this into That's left field man. to base it. In to score is Brett Auer. Nunez being waved around. He gets all the way to the track. Calvin rounding third, trying to score from first. Here he comes. It's a three-run double for Nick Oakley. As he clears the bases, a five spot here in the fourth. And the Gauchas have put up 15 runs here in the first three-plus innings. So Camels down their final strike here on opening day. Ryan Troy trying to seal the win for the Gauchos. Here comes the 0-2, and that is strike three called right there, a 1-2-3 ninth inning for UCSB. And they defeat the Camels here in the first game of 2024 by a 20-8 final. Brown would love a strikeout here. Of course, he'd love a ground ball. Somewhere to an infielder. Nunez and Oakley shaded up the middle, double play depth. Here's the 0-1. And it is on the ground to Nunez. He shovels to Oakley. The turn to first is low, dug out by Trimble. A 6-4-3 double play. Gets the Gauchos out of the first without any further damage. As Bremner goes back to the slider, gets the tailor-made ground ball. The column at first with a nice lead. And Darby drives this to center field, and well, Thompson going back, looking up, and this one is gone. Two-run homer for Darby, pulls the Gauchos within one.
1: Back-to-back days for Darby hitting the long ball.
0: Back-to-back days pointing to the sky and the raise the roof for Z as he trots the bases. With his second homer of the season, and we got ourselves a ball game.
2: (laughs) Wanted to see if I put on the headset once he left.
0: 1-0, little pop-up, shallow right. Going to be a tough play for DeAngelis. He slides and makes the catch. And that retires the side. Thought it was going to be too softly hit for Rex to get there, but a nice read and a nice slide. Handles it comfortably in the end. Corners are in. Second and third, and McCollum. It's a little blooper right field line. That's going to fall for a base hit. Calvin will score. Here comes DeAngelis. Harrell is going to throw to second. It's a double for McCollum, and the Gauchos take the
2: lead. Nice little blooper over the first baseman. Only traveled 172 feet, 65 off the bat, but more than enough to bring those two runs in.
0: Latre McCollum with the big swing. Gauchos with two runs in each of the last two innings have claimed the lead. For the first time today, it's four to three. When there's balls being or strikes being called, two, three balls off the plate. Here's a base hit to center field by Sebring. Coming around third is Durfee. He's going to score without a throw, and Jonas Sebring gives the Gauchos the lead with his first hit here in 2024. As he plates Durfee, that's one to nothing, Santa Barbara. We're going to play it or not. Three, two, two outs. Change up swung on and missed as Gutierrez pulls the string and gets Bonds and has a 1-2-3 shutdown second inning after the Gauchos take the lead in the top half of the frame. Harris was towards second base position. Now he's going back towards it. He was right behind second base. And here's a fastball. This is hit to center. Hit pretty well. Going back is Howard. Going back, looking up, leaping, and he's going to watch it fly. Another solo homer for Xander Darby makes it 2 to nothing. Have a weekend, Z. just have a weekend. Forces Calvin. He has to stay there, especially at this juncture of the game. So here's Nunez. Swings and lines it over Riley into right field, a base hit. First hit of the season for Nunez. He picks up Sebring and plates Reese Calvin to make it 3 nothing, Santa Barbara.
3: What's up, AP? What's up, Kev? How's it going? Doing well. Happy. Smiles on my face. Yeah? Yeah, beautiful North Carolina. South Carolina? North Carolina. We're in North Carolina. Don't yeah, worry, you got it right.
0: You got it right. Uh, why do you got a smile on your face? Is it because Gauchos scored 20 runs
3: last night? No, it's because we have a chance to go 1-0 today. Today? Today. Today we can go 1-0. Today we can go 1-0. And if we go 1-0 today, that
0: means we're 2-0 on the
3: season. Yes. Is that math correct? Yeah, it is. Checks out with me. Are you a math major? No, I'm an econ and accounting major. So you're good with numbers. Super. Super good with numbers. How how super? Very, very super. Very super? Yeah, super. Okay, super. Okay,
0: give me give me a econ accounting bit. Just give me a bit. Right now? Like something that's something that you've learned
3: that you can prove that you're smarter than the people like me. Do you know what a Cobb Douglas function is, Kev? douglas function? No, a Cobb-Douglas function? Cobb-Douglas function. No. Right? Okay. Do you know a quasi-linear function? No. Quasi-linear function? Is yeah. that something that's supposed to be straight but it's not? Yeah. Kinda. Of. quasi In, yeah. And yeah, 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 yeah. It, okay. does t- it has two different parts uh, and it's kind of non-linear and then it has a linear part- side of the equation and a non-linear side of the equation. Interesting. Yeah. It's okay. bad. What's it. What's the Douglas thing? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> so you don't know what that is either? I did last quarter (laughs) You did last quarter Yeah Okay Uh, So
0: that's That's our Econ accounting Segment Brought to you by uh, Ernst and Young Yeah Thank you Thank you Yeah Yeah. You're welcome Let's see Last night 20 to 8 Gauchos with the win It was an ominous start Yeah Trey gets Bumped into at first base Yeah Ruled out Replay says Trey is safe. Yeah. And then Xander... No. Yeah. Yeah, Xander reaches, and then Xander you step reaches. up to the plate. Yeah. So we got two arrows on the board, two runners on base. Yeah. And Aaron Parker stepped in his first at-bat against Vartanian, who is highly touted.
3: Yeah. And what happened? Uh, I got lucky. I hit a homer. It was fun. Well, first, first you swung out of your shoes. Yeah. Yeah, so... Pre-game, the sky report was this guy's got a good fastball he has a little bit of rise and uh game fontino comes up to me and goes hey ap like what what do you see on this guy i go well he gets swing and misses at the top of the zone and so i wanted to make sure that was true so first pitch at the top of the zone i needed to get a taste for myself make sure that i wasn't going to hit that pitch and i Sure as hell, I didn't hit that pitch, so I had to I had to change the approach mid, mid AB, and I got lucky on a on a hung slider. So I was happy that I got to stick with it. But uh, yeah, don't swing at the heater above your eyes. Hard to hit. Hard to hit. Hard to hit.
0: So yeah, you said it was dead center. Like yeah. I think it was 441 feet, something like that. So set yeah. the set the tone for the night. It was a long night. Yeah. But how was the energy coming in the ballpark yesterday? Because Gauchos the uh, they haven't had a home field to practice on. No. We've been waiting for Seaswood Soccer Stadium to yeah. get ready. We've been bouncing around to all these different places. Yeah. Was it was it nervous energy? Was it excited energy?
3: Was it oh this is just another yard that we gotta go play baseball at? I mean I'd I say know. it was it was a little bit of everything. I mean everybody wakes up morning of opening day with a little bit of anxiousness and a little bit of nerves, but nothing that doesn't get you going like the boys would love to be here we haven't had a home series in a little bit winter and fall so on the road we get comfortable and so i just think we were just ready to go
0: now were you, i heard, overheard you saying that you were you were a little nervous in the cage
3: sure nervous in the cage then you come out to hit bp on the field yeah. and you settled in yeah yeah i mean Nerves kick in at different points of the day, but I hit the cage and I had to take a couple of deep breaths on the on the bench. I was just excited, you know. We we practice, we especially this team in general and uh, specific, but we practice really hard this winter. Kev was witnessing it. We practiced really hard this fall and we prepared a lot for this season. And so when you put so much time into something and it means a lot to somebody. It definitely, definitely gives you a lot of excitement and a lot of nerves. So Once we got onto the field and I saw Xander and Trey and Jonah hitting BP in my group, I was like, yeah, this is this is where I want to be. And I, I settled in, but no doubt in the cage, I, I wanted some oxygen. Business as usual. Though. Business once as you usual. Got out yeah, okay, so
0: second at bat, it's a second inning. It's 3 nothing. You yeah. have another opportunity. Yeah. You didn't get quite all of that one, but put it in the right spot.
3: Yeah. Um, I hit the slider the first AB, which is not which is more characteristic of me now, but last year on the scouting report they probably had, they probably thought that they were going to be able to spin a lot of sliders to me. And so the first pitch when I hit the slider hard, they had to switch up their game plan. And so I knew that they were going to come to the fastball, which is notoriously what I'm good at. So when they gave me the heater, I got, I got, I got the barrel there. Right.
0: That's Aaron Parker. You were uh, scored the responsible for the first five runs of the season. So way to go yesterday. Thank you. Thank you. All right, tough weekend for the Gauchos, losing 2 of 3 at Campbell. We're going to do the draft with Gaucho Analytics, Devin Cost and Isaiah Ochoa are here. And before we get to the draft, I'm going to run through just a quick weekend recap of the three games in Buies Creek, North Carolina, where the Gauchos got up to a great start on Friday with the 20 to 8 win. It started early with the Parker three run homer. It was great. Like nobody out, top of the first. Got the cleanup man on or cleanup man up. And Gaucho's has already had a three-nothing lead with uh AP going dead center. I think it was like four hundred and forty-one feet uh to kick off the season, which was pretty great. Gaucho's has wound up with three home runs in the game. Xander Darby and Brendan Durfee, his first career homer as a gaucho as well. Gaucho scored fifteen runs. In the first five innings, three in the first, three in the second, four in the third, six in the fourth, and one in the fifth. That's not 15, that's 17. I just did mm-hmm. the quick math in my head. It's 17.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Where are the other three runs at?
0: The three run, the other three runs came in the eighth inning. Yes. Other three Ace runs is came in the eighth Because we, we were on the radio and we were – we were speculating, all right, what's what's the goal in the dugout? One of the goals has to be get to 20 runs. Has to be. Has so to. It, it wound, up being a, wound up being a walk and hit by pitch fest for the last four innings of the game. It was one of the themes, and kind of one of the themes of the weekend was the strike zone. It was so good. The strike zone was so good that it was hard to throw strikes.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I found out... Uh... I think it was either today or yesterday that supposedly that Saturday umpire was a triple a umpire. So that explains why interesting. it interesting so mm. track man accurate.
0: Cause it, it was, it was probably like all three days were probably some of the best zones that we've ever seen in regards to calling strikes in the zone and calling balls out of the zone. It was, it was remarkable. So tight zones, got just like the nibble, and or at least they did over the weekend, and it came back to bite them a little bit. Kind of the same for the, the Campbell pitchers, because they were all over the place on Friday. 31 combined walks on Friday. Eight walks and or hit-by-pitches with the bases loaded. And, uh, you know, four-hour-plus game. Uh, but approaches at the plate were discipline, and all of Campbell's arms were, were new guys. They were J.C. transfers or freshmen. Uh, but at that point, like the UCS, uh, the Gauchos, they saved the bullpen, and you know, got came away with a twenty to eight win to, to kick off the season. So that was certainly exciting. It was in set, definitely an interesting game, uh, t- to be sure. And then saw debut of Calvin Prosky. We saw
2: what else did we see on on Friday?
1: We saw Frank. We saw
2: some freshman arms uh yeah. and some new arms we saw Troy Saw so Ryan Troy
0: Tyler. who was who was pretty good at the end finished the finished the game final inning in a third Calvin Prosky that's right you mentioned him um mm-hmm. but so let's go to game 2 game 2 started by Tyler Bremner he was bringing the heat I thought that the slider looked good uh gotchas who did do a good job holding Lawson Harrell, their Campbell slugger in check on Friday got to the Gauchos, he had two homers in the first three innings, which gave Campbell a 3 nothing lead. And Gauchos got up to a slow start offensively until Darby came up in the sixth. It is a two-run homer to center field to cut the deficit within one. I think the inning before that, so that was bottom of the sixth, I believe in the in the fifth inning. Sorry, top of the sixth. I think in the bottom of the fifth, Brem came out and Cole Triba came in to make his debut. Runner on first, two outs. Gaucho's down three, nothing. And he immediately picks off the guy at first. So Cole Triba's debut was picking off a runner at first base, which is pretty cool. Darby comes, hits the homer. It's three to two. Then the next inning, Gaucho at two one I think they went double steal, set up Mm -hmm. second and third, and then McCollum hits the double down the right field line to give Gauchos the lead. And then you had Hudson Barrett on the hill, one-run lead, Hudson making his season debut. You think, man, Gauchos are in business, about to win the series. But not the case. Gauchos struggled to find the zone the last couple innings again and wound up losing the game because of a bases loaded walk to tie the game and then a bases loaded grounded to double play with nobody out would score the game winning run on Saturday. So, game t- uh, Caesars tied, go to Sunday. You got Goody on the bump. Got scored runs in the first, second, and, sorry, then the second, third and fourth innings. He had another homer from Darby who had 3 in the series in consecutive games, which is awesome. Uh, good for Darby. Three home runs already. And you had Gutierrez rolling. I think he retired eight in a row at one point between the first and the third. You got the three-run lead. You think, man, we're we're in business. We're going to win this rubber match. But a couple of walks, couple of big hits by Campbell. They get the momentum, the crowd behind them. They got the big two-out double by Peyton Bonds. And then scored three more. I think they scored three in the fourth, three more in the fifth, and then they tacked on a homer at the end. And then Bradley Cooney, I think he probably might be their closer, was lights out to finish the game. I think he went nine up, nine down, and Campbell winds up winning the series. That's kind of the long and short of it, but a lot of good things in there. For the Gauchos, it was a tough series. I thought Campbell was very competitive. They had a lot of turnover from last year, 22 new players, 20 returners. They got the stud hitting the two spot loss in Harrell and they have some pretty good arms. Uh, we didn't see too many of them when they were down by twelve runs in that Friday game, but they they were tough and it was a tough environment. It was cold conditions and really competitive baseball, I thought, like kind of almost playoff atmosphere in the first weekend of the season. So even though you drop two out of three, there's some positives to take away from it as uh i just head back to California and we'll be in Fresno taking on Sacramento State this upcoming weekend uh, at Chuck Chansey Park. So that's what's coming up. Now let's get to players of the week, moments of the week. And Devin, you were the champion last year. So you get to pick first and we decided the winner of each week gets to pick the category to start with. So there'll be an order. So we'll go same order, offense, pitching, moment, hardest hit, best pitch. But you get to pick which one to start with. So if you pick hardest hit, we'll do that first, then best pitch, then to the top, offense, pitcher, moment. So, Devin, what's it going to be?
2: So I'll start off with uh, hitter of the week. Hopefully this is a a saying that will keep going into the season. But in Derf, we trust. I'm going, Brendan, uh, Derfie. Wow!
1: Hello.
2: hitter of the week. I know. I guess. I guess that's kind of a little bit of a controversy because there's someone that hit three home runs. Um, I'm if, if you're just my... going on, I I thought batting average is a dead stat. I'm not going by batting average. I'm going by money ball on base, <laughs> highest on base out of the qualified hitters on the team with the 533. i've always felt confident when he went up to bat he had five hits uh got hit by pitch three times uh had a stolen base and make a single error most put outs on the team does help he's a catcher but overall great weekend uh as his first weekend as a gaucho brendan durfee
0: uh good pick okay isaiah you're next
1: <laughs> i'm gonna go with uh Dev's housemate, Xander Darby, Dev does live with Xander Darby for those that don't know, but average 308, went four for 13, three of those hits being the homer, so the slugging is very inflated with the 1000 percentage slugging. 13 total bases on base percentage is 438, and 1,000 fielding percentage did not. Make an error, and let's not forget Xander Darby's you know little emo as he rounds the bases, point to the sky, and then raise the roof, as his parents were there, so that's also exciting for his parents. Shout out his parents as well, because I know they listen to the pod.
0: They're also on the plane with us on the way back. Oh, they were yes, they were. Shout out, shout out the Darbies.
2: Yeah, I mean, oh, that's smart going with the, the Twitter listeners, so. We'll hopefully get you'll probably get a lot of those Twitter pictures. for right brownie there. points. Looking for brownie <laughs> points.
0: Okay. This third one is is tough. I, I knew Durf and Darby would be off the board. It's you either go with the the perform the single game performance or the weekend performance. Yeah uh, it's, it's no it's wrong hard. answer.
1: No wrong answer.
0: It's hard. One, and I, I and you know I, I thought there would be four on this on this first edition of this, but we only have three. One, one might look a little better on the graphic though. So. Okay. So numbers wise, we'll go with AP Aaron Parker as player of the week. Only played in that first game, got dinged up, missed the next two, but was two for three with a homer, a double, two runs scored, five RBIs slugged 2000. He had a couple of walks as well. On base percentage of 800, which is higher than Durfee's 667. So, uh, well, that's slugging. So,
2: not on base. Sorry, uh,
0: 533, still higher. Still higher than the slugging. I was scrolling to the side. So, uh, my picks, Aaron Parker. Um, honorable mentions, Latre McCollum, four for 14, double, four RBIs, stolen base. And Nick Oakley, you had that big hit. And he also had five RBIs in game one. He had basically a double. So I get to turn it around and go to pitcher of the week. And this was was challenging, which is rare. I don't think we're going to have a challenging pitcher of the week the rest of the year.
2: Well, hopefully we do on the opposite end of the spectrum. Well, on the
0: opposite end of the spectrum. Yes, yeah. yes. On the opposite end. Where we have we have so many to pick from that it's hard to pick one. I'm going to go with Ryan Troy. Ryan Troy, inning in a third on Friday night, three strikeouts, no hits, and one walk in his Gaucho debut. He did hit the first batter that he faced, but he settled in and threw some strikes and, and looked good. I mean... He's the brother of Chris Troy, so it's always have it's always good to have a Troy on the Gaucho roster. Always, Isaiah.
1: I'm gonna go with Cole Triba. I go with Cole Triba because one, I'm a lefty. I don't know why I'm in love with lefties. It's just the lefty love. But I know his walk to strikeouts doesn't look good to two to one, but it was his first appearance in college, being a true freshman, only giving up one hit to that. Good Campbell team. I know they weren't ranked coming in. I thought they're a very well coached team, a well-established team. Went one and one third, only giving up one hit, didn't give up any runs, picked off a guy right away coming in. So cool tribe. All
2: right, with the the third pick, I'm going with j Flow Jackson Flora. Um came in and a really uh Crucial situation. Bases loaded, no outs. Uh first outing. I know he gave he ended up giving up two runs, but very limited damage. Um with bases loaded got the was it a, he walked one and then double play and then another ground out, I'm pretty sure, to to get out of the jam and was one of uh three hitters to knock you up a single hit when he came in. So Jackson Florida got big things ahead of him. That's my pitcher of the week. Peb.
0: Honorable mention, Calvin Prosky. Two and a third, three hits, three runs. I think they were cashed in by by somebody else, but got the win in his first appearance as a gaucho in his collegiate debut. I thought Bremner looked sharp at times. The velo was up there. I mean, we've talked about the new slider that he has or the upgraded slider. And it was it was definitely good. Uh the slide piece. So shout out Bremner with an honorable
2: mention as well.
0: Okay. Let's go to moment of the week.
2: Devin. Yeah, so moment of the week. I think uh can't get better than scoring your first runs of the season. So Aaron Parker's uh three run home run is my moment of the week. Got the season started off with a bang. It's great first inning to start the season. So Aaron Parker's three run home run is my moment of the week.
1: Good. Isaiah? Uh I said it earlier, just like maybe five minutes ago. Triba picking off the guy, then coming off the mountain, screaming, "You know, let's go!" Pushing everybody in his path. You know, everyone's like six three, and a tribe a little shorter than our tall kings on the the team, and you're just pushing everybody out of the way, saying, he's "Let's go!" He's six foot on the roster. Hey, hey six foot. I, he's six foot, but you know, we have some. I mean, you have Hattie, who's six seven on the team. Like, you know, not not too bang, Tribe's height there but you know it, it was pretty cool seeing the freshman get hyped after just coming in picking off picking off right away not getting in on the first time going again twice and you know they say never twice on a pickoff but apparently it was twice
0: okay. <laughs> picking off run our first base in your collegiate debut this is your first out recorded I'm sure there's not very many guys who could say that so good pick there i had a, a few written down that I can still pick from. I think the the flip of down one to up one, the two run double by Latre McCollum is gonna be my pick because you're you're flipping the game right there, especially late in the game. And Latre's a leader on the team. He's hitting leadoff. You expect big, big moments from him, and he provided one on Saturday where he got that double, which gave the gouchas the lead. Felt like at that point, gotchas were on their way to win in the series uh, on Saturday. So, the Trahan Collins, my pick. I had some honorable mentions: the Oakley bases clearing double, I had Durfee's first career homer, and I had uh, Darby homers in all three games. So, those, oh, I forgot. Those I are forgot about that. those are my honorable mentions. You forgot it that Darby hit three homers? Yeah, I, I said Was it. There? I
1: said it earlier, and I just did like. You know it's midterm midterm season right now. Sorry, Uh-oh. my brain's a little fried.
0: <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Okay,
1: hardest hit.
2: Uh,
0: I'm, I'm glad I get pitch, to start with pitch. this one. I think
2: I'm. I'm pretty sure it's pitch of the week.
0: I wrote. I've got hardest hit. What Ooh. was the order lat? Was the order last year pitch and then hit? I think
2: I think it was hit. I think it was pit.
1: hit before pitch. I pitch was the last one. I'm gonna be honest.
2: All right, that all right, that's a bummer then. Cause that we'll go with that. We'll don't go with that. To, yeah, <laughs> no, to I'm not probably the that. most not... the
0: most obvious hit here. Since the the category is hardest hit, I'm gonna go with the hardest hit ball of the weekend, which is Evan Brettour double in the third inning on Friday. Exit speed of 113.7. Miles per hour off the bat. That's my hardest hit. Isaiah.
1: And <clears throat> Durf We Trust the single one oh eight point five. Just a nice clean single. I mean, hit it very hard. And Durf we trust. Brendan feet you.
2: you guys are was, just going with, with the hardest hit. I mean, it makes sense, but I that feel is like the category. At, <laughs> kind of, but I feel like at the same time last year, a lot of times we did it like like is like the the, the the hit had to have like some meaning to it and i know like those two do but i'm doubling down with my moment of i guess it's also the third hardest hit aaron parkers 441 foot bomb going off the bat at 108.1 miles per hour as my uh, hardest hit of the week but i just think giving me the only the the hardest hit home run i mean people are going to see home run on that graphic All right, you're you're doubling up on your moment. I get it.
0: (laughs) I get it. It makes sense. Honorable mentions, the Darby homer to center field, 439 feet at 106 off the bat. And let's not forget Justin Trimble's single, which traveled in the air 7.5 feet, but was hit 105 miles an hour. So shout out to Trim. The other homers, the other homers, Durfee's 104 off the bat, 396 feet. Darby's 104, 414 feet, and then the other Darby homer, 100 miles an hour, 414 feet as well. So Xander had that 414 foot stroke going.
2: Yeah. Uh, also, if uh, just a quick plug during the game, you can also get those numbers at SB Baseball Data on Twitter. Plug it. Way to go. Nice. Thank best Thanks best pitch, Dev. You. Best pitch. This one's tough because some of these these best pitches, according to this little table I put together for us, are very... uh Low very sample limited. size. Exactly, but you know what? I'm just going right. to go with the, the highest called strike and whiff percentage of Ryan Troy's sinker. Through it 14 times, strike at 64.3% and then swinging strike at 29% and got a called strike whiff at 57.14%, significantly higher than our next pitcher's best pitch. Isaiah?
1: Go with the lefty, Cole Schreiber. The changeup threw at 60% for a strike. Swinging strike was 40%, and called strike with the whiff was also 40%. Okay.
0: That leaves me. Do I <laughs> do I choose the one that was only thrown three times? Or Do I go <laughs> with a little more? Do I go with a little more volume here.
2: I'm, I, gonna, I, I'm, I'm going, an honorable mention if if you don't pick one.
0: I'm going volume. I'm going volume and go with the goody changeup. up. because yeah, right. I thought I thought it was good. He had some some big swing throughs, especially from Harold on the changeup. He threw it 35 times. Strike percentage was the second-highest, and really the, the highest of the pitches that were thrown yeah. in a significant amount, the strike percentage of 71.43%, and his uh, called strike whiff percentage was thirty one. Sorry, 37.14%. Honorable mentions, Dev? Was that the one that you were going to pick? Yeah, that, that was the one I was hoping you would pick. Now, I was thinking about going with the, with the Huddleston cutter, which is a 100% <laughs> strike, but decided against it. So, but the the Jackson Flores slider six times sixty six point six percent strike called so that's uh four out of six were strikes. It says it here. I don't have to do the math in my head. (laughs) So, but we 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 expect we expect these to go up. We expect the numbers to be better, and then, well, let's let's talk about the strike zone just to finish off because it was pretty incredible. Uh, I don't think we've seen a three game series with zones that were, that were really pro zones. And yeah. Do you no, have was, any
2: further, any further analysis? Have I you was, had a
0: chance to do any further analysis on I it? I was
2: checking uh true media, like catching framing and uh, data and stats. And I looked at the Saturday game of um the, like the called strikes and balls, like correct percentage for like our pitchers and their pitchers when Campbell was pitching, they were 99% accurate when we were pitching 96% accurate. So that's just like ridiculous. If we have about the same pitches that that umpire was correct about 98% of the time. I don't think I've ever seen that in a, in one of our SB games, the, the three years I've been with the team. It was a
0: challenging first weekend for the Gauchos for sure. It's a lot of travel, cold weather, hostile environment, good team. Gouchers win one of two. As you know, at this point, probably, Gaucho fans, the Pepperdine game has been rescheduled to the 27th. That's still a 1.30 start time at Eddie D. Field Stadium in Malibu. That's next Tuesday. Gouchers are in Fresno. Neutral site game. Gouchers will be the home team for all three contests against Sacramento State starting on Friday at 4 o'clock. Sacramento State, they lost two of three to LMU over the weekend. They had uh, that that one power fellow who has made a lot of headlines because he was hit by a pitch seven times in their doubleheader. Uh, I think he wound up getting hit again, so eight hit-by-pitches over the weekend. So, Gauchos have to watch out for that guy. He gets hit by a pitch a lot. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I think there uh, there is a former Gaucho a couple former Gauchos on Sac State, Jose Ruiz and Cooper Rons, and both teams are one and two to start the season. So both teams are going to be hungry to to get on the right side of things and jump above five hundred. So hopefully folks can make it out to Fresno to watch those games. Chuck Chancey Park is a great yard. It's a a former AAA stadium. Fresno Grizzlies when they realigned the minor leagues, they put Fresno with the Cal League, so that's now single A. I was there this summer for six games calling uh calling games for the Stockton Ports over the uh over the summer and it was uh it was a good experience. So they do it right there at Chuck Chansey Park and it should be a good experience for the guys. Uh, and hopefully guys just come away with a few wins. So that's your week one player of the week draft with Isaiah and Devin. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Kev. Thank you, Kev. See you at the yard.